everyone, and welcome back to Experience Point Starfinder, your favorite queer Starfinder podcast. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. Every review brightens our day and helps new listeners to find us. We don't pay to advertise any of the podcasts on the Experience Points Network, so we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anyone. If you'd like to support us, we hope you'll consider joining our Patreon. We would be lost without our patrons. You keep our mics on and our dice rolling. We've got some great rewards, so check them out at patreon.com slash experience points. On this week's episode of Experience Points Starfinder, the crew continues to battle the Technomancers. Will 18's minions get the adventure hook? Will the officers of the Roseate survive? And what about the rest of the crew? All of this will be answered on episode 49. Catch me if you can. Are you going to Momocon this Memorial Day? So is Steph. She will be flying down to Atlanta, Georgia for the con. So if you see her, say hi. Keep an eye on her Twitter for details on where to find her. Can you believe we're coming up on the one-year anniversary of the release of Experience Point Starfinder? With the finale of Season 1 approaching and Season 2 in the works, the cast will be live on Twitch on May 29th for a Q&A. We'll be announcing our plans for Season 2, two giveaways for the month of June, and answering all of your burning questions. You can submit questions early by tweeting us at EQ Points on our Facebook page or live in chat. We can't wait to hear from all of you. Stay tuned after the episode for some more exciting announcements. Greetings, Adventure Hookers, and welcome back to Experience Points, your favorite Starfinder real play podcast. I'm Miu, your host and GM, and joining me today, as always, is our fabulous cast. Hello, my name is Kenny, my pronouns are he, they, and I play Absco Cash. Hello, I'm Steph, my pronouns are she, her, and I play Eos Nabari. Hello, I'm Kelric, my pronouns are he, him, and I play Captain Angus McBrahman. Captain Angus it would seem we got into Eve's realm a little prematurely. We met Eve and we thought perhaps this would be some big grand I have a plan moment. And it wasn't. We had, quote unquote, faith in a goddess who responded with, why don't you go figure it out? Here's a hook. She started to send us on our way to Ander and Stand but was interrupted. Now we have the adventure hook and we're being attacked by these. I don't even know what the hell these things are. I know that they are tough. I know that they shot me with electricity, and they put acid on Eos' face. Luckily, Absco is able to dodge so well. And speaking of, I should be doing more of that myself, seeing as this fight's not over. We are indeed in the middle of a fight. So while Eve stands behind you, channeling to teleport you back to Andoran's stand where this all began... You are keeping these uh, Technomancers busy. So we go back to the top of the initiative with Eos Nabari hiding behind a wall. <laughs> well, not for much longer. This is probably going to be a stupid decision, but Eos is going to move out so that she's a bit closer to our not-so-friendly... Technomancer who has not taken any damage so far and is going to try, is going to flip her weapon so that it is in the cryopike configuration 
and go to freeze this mofo. A 31 will, in fact, hit their defense. I would hope so. Ugh. For 10. 10 damage. I picture Eos, like, running up and, like, using the cryopike like a butterfly knife as she switches uh, configurations. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. You come running up, smack this guy with the cryopike, and you see the frost bite into him. 10 damage. Technomancer 8 over here, up a little bit north of you. Oh, is that the one who was disappearing on us? Yes, the one who, uh, yeah, was <laughs> going invisible on you. They're going to come running up to Yos. And let's do touch. And they're going to try to touch you. So Fuck we'll off. Yos. <laughs> An 18 misses their touch against you as uh, their fingertips seem to be buzzing a weird cloud. Angus. Angus will photon attune. What are these things that Angus could tell? Do I, is there something I can roll that would help me with understanding what the hell I am in? Uh, not mysticism. There should be, like, uh, I guess, uh, physical science or engineering. I'm going to do an engineering check. Okay. That's a You are standing in a cloud of microbots. And their purpose is? Distract you. Okay, I don't like that. So I am going to use my gore ability to charge and use... So it's going to be a blazing orbit... Stellar Rush combo once again at mm -hmm. this Technomancer who dared to come up and attempt to hit my Mystic Healer. I am going to run straight at them so that I am. It moves me out of the block of them. Do they follow me? Not at the moment. Well, there is a trail of fire through 10 feet of them then behind me. Okay. I am going to attempt to hit mercenary technomancer eight that is with the stellar rush so he gets a save which it looks like he failed oh yeah so he will take a whole five points of damage <laughs> Woo! heavy hitter but that's just for the stellar rush i will then use my valerian axe to hit him again or attempt to Take him out. Take him 19 out. 19 looks like it hits, because that's a 34. Oh, yes. that That is going to smack this Technomancer. That is going to do another 23 points of damage for a total of 28. Which kills the Technomancer. Eos, are you going to be okay here? There's, a, there's no place to hide. There's no place to hide at all. I'll manage. If we're going up against... 18 after this, I'm going to need my spells. Far enough. There's two. Yeah, Let's get them. I have the one to the back. And Absco begins fading into the background as they're going to try to do a trick attack. So 38. Yep. Cool. It's a 20 plus CR, yes? Yep. Yep. That'll do it. Cool. And then I will roll my attack. Uh, it's uh, going to be a hampering shot. Okay. Ooh, 18. Ooh, it's a hit. <laughs> Sweet. For 17 plus 
Yes, let's get all those eight. pluses out in one go. Thunder yes. Plus five D8. Oh, it is plus five D8. You're right. <laughs> plus 19. Okay. And that uh, leaves them flat-footed, correct? It leaves them... Um, so with the debilitating trick, they uh, reduce the speed by half and prevent it from using guarded step. Gotcha. Okay. Well, they... That. But they are hampered. They have a buzz around their fingers as well, so they're going to come rushing up in an attempt get touch Angus. A 32! Yes! It! Ah! That 19 when I need it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Far too excited about that. Well, I I get to do stuff to y'all, so, you know, that makes me happy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Angus... Yes. You get dealt. Uh, as they touch you, you feel something pierce your skin like, you know, 100 needles and ah. dig them down into your system. Uh, you take nine damage there, and you have just become confused as your system is completely overrun by nanobots that have been injected into you. Okay. Is any of this electric damage, or is this all physical damage? This is all physical damage. Okay. You get a fort save. Ah, okay. Fortitude. For a 26 with my natural 20. Oof. Well, it seems that you are tough enough not being confused. That's disappointing. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, well, is fun as a GM. I'm not going to lie. Confusion is fun as a GM. But uh, you managed to, yeah, your system, just the, the Solarian power coursing through your system at this point just burns up the nanobots. As this person touches me, Angus sees a blue light come on in his view on the armor. And suddenly, this uh, Technomancer who hit him takes, they take seven points of damage for touching me. And Tricity arcs along the arm. Where did they hit me? In the chest? Uh, they, they would have run up and, and like probably hit you in the, like the back of the neck. Okay, so they're slightly behind me and I would see that blue light go on and suddenly there would be electricity like arcing up from my, from my chest and abdomen and just flow over my back and past my shoulders, and I just hear them scream. because they You just like, hear them say, Ah, son of a bitch! <laughs> We're going to call that the no touchy. Yeah. Eos, what did you do? What did I do? You didn't do anything. No, your suit did that. I think I have something to learn about this suit. Thank you, suit. And I just pet it a little. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the other Technomancer that is still alive circles down around and uh, catches Eos and Angus in a line. This time, it's not a box. Uh-oh. They're holding what looks to be like a data pad, but it is charging up and it unleashes a line of electricity. If I could, uh reflex saves, please. Fuck that nat 20. Mm-hmm. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what you're saying is, kind of goes fuck that and moves out of the way, and Angus is like, "What?" 
<laughs> well, I'm still I'm looking at the armor. I'm like, what the? What kind of armor? What? I need to learn more about this. <laughs> so Eos goes full bullet time, just back then. <laughs> as the electricity goes flying over and Angus in slow motion just looks over and sees the arc of lightning going to smack him. Oh, and shit. Absco reaches into their pouch, pulls out a snack. <laughs> <laughs> There's your bullet time sequence. Uh, okay. Eos, do you have evasion? I don't think you do. I don't think so. You are still going to take half damage. Yeah. Which is not going to be pretty. Right. It's only 10d6. 32. Hmm. So, Eos, you're going to take 16. <laughs> and Angus, you're going to take 32. No, I am not. Oh, so you are not. 32 points of electricity come arcing at me, and I look at them, and I'm like, oh, shit. And... As it hits my armor, yes, it hurts. But for some reason, it hurts less than I expected. And I see the blue light click off and a pink light click on. And suddenly the, the suit feels a little bit more peppy. Like maybe it absorbs some of that damage for me. So I will take 22 points of damage, if you please. 22 points of damage uh, makes it through your special suit. It does eat through the rest of your stamina points and does do some uh, actual hit point damage. 10, 10 hit point damage. It is the top of the next round. <laughs> oh, well, hold on. Do the nanites do anything? The 10 foot block of nanites? Uh, the 10 foot block of nanites is going to follow you. Uh, the, the fire seems to have no effect on them. That's supposed to remind the GM of stuff. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the nanite cloud continues swarming around you. It's it's like a cloud of mosquitoes. It it grants opponent or the opponent's harrying fire. Okay. You okay, Angus? I'm. Let's just say we need to end this quickly. Okay then. Um... If you could step out of the way, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> Not a problem. All right. So Eos is going to move over a little bit closer to the wall. So she is out of Angus's way for if he wants to do the splody thing. And what she's going to do is burn another mind thrust at second level at the asshole who just shot electricity at her. Fuck you, too. <laughs> hey, 26 will save will succeed for half damage. It takes 11 damage thrust into their mind, uh, but they seem to have spent some time in meditation. They are prepared for your psychic assault, but you still see them wince and scrunch their eyes. They got a quick headache on Goose. I feel like the one who's been hitting me with electricity is, I, I feel like that's someone who I need to be able to focus on. So I'm gonna take care of this other person first. Hopefully. Okay. So this person who's right next to me, I am going to turn and through the mosquito hay, nanite mosquito haze, I am going to do a full round attack on them. I have two successes. Two hits. So that will be the first one. So 16. Well, he's dead. And another 23 damage. So the first strike killed the Technomancer. The second one was completely gratuitous. 
but it's important. <laughs> Hashtag team overkill. <laughs> Absco. It's time to put you in a hamper. Wait. No, uh, yeah, I, I'm, uh, Absco is going to uh, do what they've been doing this whole time and doing it so well. They're going to shift and do another trick attack. Hopefully, we'll do it. 36, perfect. So let's see if their shot makes. Ooh, that's <laughs> beautiful. A natural 20. Nice. Uh, you crit them. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so let's see what that does. That would be 30. Jeez. Damage. Um, Fuck yes. Damage plus they're on fire. Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Damage. Yeah. Plus another 23. <laughs> <laughs> that is so gross. I love it so much. Yeah. So out of nowhere, uh, your laser shot just comes flying at this technomancer, smacks them straight in the face. I'd guess probably about half their face melts off and their hair is on fire. And I'm invisible. <laughs> <laughs> and so are they. Oh, no. <laughs> has it been a minute? Yeah, has it? Because I had true sight up. Well, you can see the Mios. <laughs> For just a moment. For the entire world shifts out from underneath you. And you are lifted high, high above. You can see beneath you Absalom Station. And right near Absalom Station, an odd, looks like an asteroid kind of, very small asteroid, surrounded by numerous ships. And a number of these ships, probably about five of these ships, have these beams concentrated on this asteroid. And as you watch, the asteroid seems to be getting smaller, smaller. And then the stars begin to whip past you. Everything is fading from view. Faster and faster and faster, you fly through space where everything comes to a sudden and lurching halt. As the nausea clears and, and your head quits spinning, look around. Seem to be on this little backwater planetoid. Bunch of miners are on their way home from the mine. At least a couple of y'all recognize this place. Absco and Angus, you are back on Andorin Stand. Seems able to deliver you. That was jarring. Well, shit. Are you I okay? Feel like, yeah. I could use a bit of a rest. That... Those last couple of electrical hits were not fun. I could do with one as well. Well, we know where the inn is, and we know a lot about this space. I don't feel like we'll have a ton of time, but after you rest up, Angus, I feel like we should go to that cute little cafe bar area. Maybe order some cheese sticks. That sounds fine. Why don't we go check out the... What was it? It's not Warehouse 17. Chipyard 17. Where are sure we? Was Prefer Chipyard chip. 18. <laughs> Let's go back to that place. See if we still have access and ownership. All secrets right. within secrets, huh? Well, we took something forcibly. We were manipulated by 18. It was the first time. Well, we should contact we the ship. Out. I, I'd like get to them, do it. tell them to get off world. 
18, ship? If 18 found us, 18 could have found the ship. Yeah, the ship is on Triaxis? Yes. It's a little ways away. Right. Last you knew. If we still have access to this particular place, we should be able to do this more easily. We should be able to use a computer rather than try to boost our personal comms. So let's go check it out. So Either we'll way. Off to, so we'll head off to... So you head to the spaceport and it's still just as run down as you remember it. Before long, you hit the long hallway. There sits the hangar with a big old renumbered 18 on the doors. Hmm. I don't have words for what I think of this person anymore. Absco, can you get us in? How are your computers? Passable. Uh, so we do we go up to it and try to hack our way into it, or what do we do? Yeah. Okay. We did when we left last time. It's a computer terminal. So. Yeah, it's got a computer terminal. So I rolled a 21. Okay. And I passed the helping check. <laughs> so 23. 23? Mm-hmm. And you want to hack the uh, doors into the hangar? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you begin work on hacking into the hangar. But you, you hit a firewall asking for a bio imprint. Can I roll perception while they're do- doing that since Eos is kind of keeping watch to see if there's any th- anybody in the area that might be taking a little too much interest in us? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Ooh, 13. She doesn't see shit. 13? Uh, the You see the occasional janitor down the hallway. Occasional uh, staff. You know, ba- basic maintenance staff. Was there anything that 18 gave to Phaedra while they were dating? Uh, possibly. Uh, what would I roll to see if, since Phaedra and I had gotten pretty close, if they would have, you know, allowed me to borrow it and then had to leave before we could return it? Uh, okay. Let's see here. Do you want high or low? Hi. Okay. Shh. In fact, let you borrow something of 18s. Now, high or low? Low. And she did, in fact, leave before uh, <laughs> <laughs> before you could return it. So, sure, you have... What, what, what item do you have on you of 18s? I would like to think it is... I want to say a scarf, but... Okay. Yeah. This, the the brown scarf that's around 18's neck. The, I would like to say that. Okay. You have uh, 18 scarf. Cool. I want to do a physical science check or um, Eos, can you look at this and see if maybe you can pull what we need to open this thing? Um, this was 18's, so it might have some whatever bioscan material they're looking for on it. Bio residue. Exactly. Well, I can certainly try. Cool, I want to help. (laughs) Apparently, I should be helping you. That was a waste of a natural 20. All right. Uh, Yeah, you find a couple of epithelial cells. (laughs) Well, we try to use it to open the door. Well, give it a go. All right. So I, like, sort of shake them onto the, the space. And I'm like, there's your damn bioscan material. 
Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just imagining you like shaking dandruff off something. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You think she'd be cleaner, more fast? Well, yes. Persona first. I, I, I just picture you just like let me take a look. Like <laughs> microscoping in on this. There's mm-hmm. a couple of epithelial cells. Bingo. <laughs> yeah. So it, the door opens. Yeah. I will cautiously look inside, just like my big bullhorn head coming, looking through. Looks much the same as you remember leaving it, except no ship inside. Okay. Well, last time at least there was a terminal in here. Let's go see what we can do. You really need to rest. Why don't we go sit up in what was Gideon's office? That's kind of my thought. Okay, so we'll go in. Bring it all back to where it began. Oh man, this is new for me. (laughs) Aw, is that what the Zephyr looked like? Junk ship. (laughs) There's the the junky Zephyr. Those were when I had, Angus had his first cool move. They rolled a 20 uh, as an engineer to be able to go to the the ship and they like found a way to slide under it or through it to hit goblins on the other side. I remember that, yeah. Aww. Got in memories. <laughs> Nostalgic memories come flooding back. <laughs> For two of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I imagine that uh, Absco and Angus uh, were walking through the, the bay and the corridors and everything and just pointing out where they were when they first got in there and what they what had happened and explaining their first fights together and all that fun stuff. Talking yeah. about Phaedra and Kira and and just the differences between, you know, how our crew has shifted. It was it was really nice having two mechanics on board where we could just you know, just talk shop and do some do cool stuff together. It was really nice. And then we rebuilt the ship. It was super nice. I, it, it was very cool. You know. And our mystic before was, she, she was quite opinionated and she was a very interesting captain to work under. I think you would have liked her. She had big hats. <laughs> While Eos is listening, um, she is kind of looking around for anything that may potentially be out of place. Maybe looks newer in this rundown situation. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be down here with my nat one. Uh, With no frame of reference, everything could have been rearranged for all you know. Yeah, fair point. I'd like to do a perception check as well as I'm going through. Just (laughs) Absco would have done the same. Yeah, I mean, we're just looking around as we go. Okay. It's all around. Uh, 22 and a 20. It looks very much the same as you left it. And I definitely don't trust 18, so I would be looking for anything that might be a trap. It's all a trap. <laughs> uh, no, you don't You don't see any sign of anything having been moved or, I mean, aside from, you know, it's been kept somewhat cleaned, I guess. The janitorial staff here is not the best at there their no job. Bodies. Well, that's something. Huh? No new bodies, no big piles of crates that say 18's shit. Uh, you know, nothing like that. Well, we'll head back to the office. 
and going through the office through to the office area I would show so this is where we fought the goblins and we met this first Shunta dude who just tried to kill us all uh, he was android no no the android was in the back office the oh right first right, right. person we met at the T junction and then we went the wrong way and we found this place that had all these UBPs and that helped us rebuild the ship. It was super handy. And then we went to the office area. And in there is the it's the desk set up and everything. Well, if you recall, I'm pretty sure you like took the whole computer with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just seeing so. if anything was replaced. Nope, nope, nothing replaced. Okay. So the only place that there's a computer is in that front area where it had the console by the ship. So I guess we'll head back that way. Do you okay. want to check the whole space just to make sure? Obstacle. I think we need to check the entire space just to make sure it's clear. Everything looks fine for now, but I don't want anything, any surprises. Are there um, any other rooms to clear? Just the one. Absco, will Absco, you? why don't we go Hanger, check? Fine-tooth comb, and nothing, I repeat, nothing looks as though it has been touched or moved. Cool. Just making sure. Paranoid people. <laughs> it's almost as if we've been given reason to be this paranoid. Who would have done such a thing to you? You poor abused adventurers. <laughs> so I'm going to grab the office chair and just drag it behind me. And I, I like to think it doesn't have wheels. So it's just scraping along the ground the whole time. Yep. Heos is not going to let that stand. She's going to use psychokinetic hand to... <laughs> Lift it off the ground because that noise hurts <laughs> her sensitive ears. <laughs> and I'm just going to go sit by the computer place at front and I'm just going to just heavily sit down in my chair and just say, I just need 10 minutes, just 10 minutes to rest. Obstacle, can you reach out to the ship and just tell whomever is in charge at this point where we're at to head this way? I'll see if I can raise Anderson or Aronson. Aronson. <laughs> It's been such a long time. <laughs> as much as, as much as I, I, I want to build their esteem, I don't want it to be do it for your family. Oh, Garrett. Family. <laughs> Garrett. I think so. His name is, I don't want it to be him. I'd really like them to get here as quickly as possible. All right. And so I'm going to spend an RP while we wait to okay. regain my SP. Very good. Would spending an RP get my spell slots back? I didn't No, it will not. You need an overnight rest for that. Damn. Okay. It's worth a shot to ask. So you try to raise the ship. Yep. Uh, takes a little fiddling, but sure enough, you create a connection with the ASS Roseate a little sooner than you expected. And there on the vid screen, uh, sitting in the captain's seat, familiar face. Uh, Hi. Uh, yep, it's George. Oh, it's it's good to see you up and about. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's good to be up and about. Um, well, I'm about to send coordinates for where we're at. Um, it would be nice if uh, y'all left Triaxis and came here. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a like a good plan. Uh, we're we're not exactly uh on Triaxis at the moment. No, no. Where are you? Uh, heading to some some little little rock out in the uh, the diaspora, like so some call I uh, Ander and Stand. Yeah, yeah. How 
Who gave well, that uh, order? Bra said you were there. Who? Bra. You, you remember Bra. Well, yes, of course. How did Bra know we were here? Uh, so something uh, about uh, bio trackers in, in, the, in your suit. <laughs> I love that. Well, that's invasive. <laughs> I love it. That is brilliant. But Eos is writing down picking up stalking behavior from Absco in her rig <laughs> under a list that she has of as she's learning about bra. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, while unnerving, it's appreciated. Oh yeah, yeah. We we thought you you'd appreciate it. Uh, uh by the way, uh, there's some, some weird stuff happening near Absalom Station. <sighs> Uh, we saw something interesting passing by there. Absco, turn up the comms. I want to be able to hear this better, please. And Absco will, if it's on a swivel or whatever, will turn the monitor. Oh, uh, hi, Captain. Uh, hi. Hello, George. It's good to see you up on your feet. We really have missed you. George, George. And, uh, oh, oh, yeah, and, and jumps out of the captain's chair and onto his feet. <laughs> Sways a little bit, grabs onto the arms. Yes. Sit down. Captain. Oh, oh, sitting. Before I make Saval sedate you and put you back to bed. Oh, no, 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 can't have that. No, no. So what, so, brings, uh, you, so what brings you to my captain's chair, George? Well, uh, we coming to get you. And, and where are we heading after you come get here? Wherever you say, Captain. Okay, that's what I like to hear. Tell me what's been going on. What's going on at Absalon Station? We saw something uh, about it. There was some asteroid uh, appeared out of nowhere, and, and and then a bunch of ships, and and they they shrunk it down, and uh, yeah, it was weird. What do you mean they shrunk it down? They blew it well, parts of it? No, no, it was just like it was big, and then then it was small. Yeah, and. Did they take it anywhere, or did they just shrink it and leave it? Uh, well, there's no sign of it now. Uh, Church of Abadar is saying it was uh, an intervention. Uh, a, uh, a temporal anomaly is what they call it. Yeah, yeah, whatever that means. Mysticism check. Okay. Since we flew past it. Yeah. Well, you realize that what you saw given the continuity of vision and perception there, was uh, you saw Eve's plane of Asherwood sitting right near Absalom Station. The ships had a number of beams coming from them that seemed to be literally shrinking the area. Not unlike the vision we saw of Galarian shrinking? Very much. Temporal anomaly would be a, a time anomaly. That's what the Church of Abadar is is claiming. With that role, can we call bullshit on that? Well, you can call bullshit without the role. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> can we be educated enough to know that that's not what happened? Yeah. You're educated enough and have seen enough to know that Eve's demiplane of Asherwood has been ripped into the material world and shrunk. Does that sound familiar to anyone? It sounds familiar to me. It does. We have a bigger problem. Well, it sounds like we have the choice of 
getting there and perhaps using the adventure hook to open Eve's plane or letting this monstrous android open up the plane that she wishes to open and destroy everything. Well, she can't do that without the adventure hook, can she? So why don't we do this? The ship's headed here. We know this space. You chose it for a reason. Let's fortify what we can and set a trap for the bitch so she comes to us. The slow clapping coming from the monitor. She's already on the fucking ship. Oh no. As you turn back to the monitor, there's a very familiar, distorted-looking picture. How very clever of you all. So, you have my hook. Do you? I want to thank you for retrieving it for me. I knew I could trust you with this. Tell you what, why don't I come to where you are and we can exchange the hook for your reward. Our reward? Well, I told you to go get the hook for me. You did so. I believe that entitles you to a reward. I don't know that I trust your idea of a reward. Your idea of romance wasn't exactly what I had in mind for my good friend, so... Perhaps this other reward would be just as unpleasant. And just what are you attempting to imply, Angus McBrahmin? I don't know, ghost of Eve who never returns calls. I will have you know I called her several times. Was it just saying, Phaedra, Phaedra, without a phone, calm unit, nowhere in sight? Think you know me. You know nothing, Angus McBrahmin. <laughs> I know enough to be insulted for me, friend. Well, you can be insulted. That's fine. Clearly, you know where we are. Clearly. So what do you... Th you propose to trade. That implies you have something we want. Explain. Well, I mean, I am the high CEO of Abadar Corp. I could get you anything you wanted. I have contacts on many worlds. Be interested, whatever you would like. I can get it for you. It could be yours. Wealth, idols, land. Hell, I can give you an entire planet if you want. An entire system. All for the low, low price of letting out a monster. Well, you know. You're dealing like a person who has everything to lose. Gives you a, well, what's a little uncanny imitation of a smile. Kind of peers at y'all and goes, You really, really hate me, don't you? What well, gave you that impression? That, ins that insinuates you're important enough to hate. Well, then, if I'm not important enough to hate, perhaps I'm important enough to deal with. You have the hook. I will be taking the hook, and I'll be rewarding you, and we can go on about our merry ways. I'm sorry. Did you win a game show on EOX? No, no, no. It was us. We, we won the game show on EOX, and EOX is a part of our crew, so she also won this hook. I believe this hook is ours. And what good is a hook if you don't know what to do with it? Oh, I know what to do with it. I'm gonna roll bluff. Okay. I know exactly what to do with it. Eve oh. was very forthcoming. I don't think you have the slightest clue. Could I roll culture to figure out what to do with the hook? It feels more like a mysticism, but maybe we can both do it and see who comes out on top? Go ahead, yeah. go ahead. Roll a culture. Yeah, what you that? roll that, and I'll roll mysticism. We got 28 culture. And a 28 for mysticism. Well, you know it's supposed to be a key to unlock Galarian. Mm -hmm. 
You know that Eve said she used it to cause the gap. So think you might be able to activate it, maybe. If only we had had more time on Timeless. At Timeless. To search the fucking archive that probably <laughs> could have told us how to use it. See, I love you. Regardless, this hook is ours. If we choose to set it on a desk and let it collect dust until we die, it's still ours to do as with as we please. Well, everything has its price. Name yours. It's not for sale. We can do this the easy way, or we can do it the fun way. Really need us to answer that. Very good. I turn on some strobe lights. Like I pull up my little sparkles everywhere and I'm like, I think it's going to be a dance party. Well then, since you all disappears. Have, <laughs> since you all have such a flair for the dramatic, what do you say? High noon? Middle of town. That sounds about right. Very good. I'll see you there. Green winks off. Is George still on the screen? Uh. Hi. Hi. Uh, Get all that? Thank you. Disconnected for a minute there. Bad signal. The worst. How long until you get here? Uh. Aronson! Uh, how long till we get there? <laughs> Uh, Aronson says, uh, uh, we, we should be there sooner rather than later. Yes. Have him put Thompson on the, I'm in the pilot's chair. I think it was Thompson. Tomlinson. 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 Oh, Tomlinson. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll do that. We'll see you soon. And tell everyone who's listening to prepare for a fight. Uh, all you guys. Uh, get ready to fight. <laughs> oh, not now, Tomlinson. Like, I think she means when we get there. So I rolled a 17 for a computer's check to see if I could send a message through to my to our ship that would generate a message off to Jay, letting them know what's going on. Um, yeah, yeah, you should be able to do that. I don't know if it will help, but you never know. You, you throw a message into some protected files, uh, knowing that that will ping. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Just a matter of when. And brah, good planning. Oh, yeah. I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think there's much more to do until you get here. So when is high noon? How long do we have? You have. Let's uh, Let's see. One hour. <laughs> I'm so glad I saved my spell slots. Okay. Well, I don't think she meant one hour today. So let's just plan on tomorrow. <laughs> Did she say tomorrow high noon? It doesn't matter. It, it, it wasn't clear. <laughs> oh, you meant high noon, high noon. We, we meant high noon. <laughs> high noon. <laughs> Listen, if we can't keep our sense of humor about this, what else can we do? And with that, leave us all the time we have for today, folks. Be sure and tune in next time for the thrilling conclusion. Uh, for, for experience points, I'm your host and GM, Miu. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at MiuPlaysGames. Uh, I'm Kenny. You can find me on Twitter at Punder Drone.
I'm Steph. You can find me on Twitter at Luna Starwind. And I'm Kelrick. You can find me on Twitter at Cormalon or at EQ Points. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Experience Point Starfinder. If you're looking for more Starfinder podcasts in your life, we recommend checking out our sister podcast, Roll to Fail. They are six friends who have no business behind the mic or rolling dice. If you like what we've created, then you should check out the other two podcasts on our network. Cuminera is an adventure utilizing Numenera, a system by Monty Cook Games that releases every other Friday. This unlikely team is working for the Order of Truth to help communities under the influence of the strange and weird effects of Numenera. Pun Time Slasher is now available as a monthly podcast, and Session Zero is already live. You can easily find it and all other recent episodes of our shows on our website, experiencepoints.com. Pardon our dust as Kenny continues updating the website. Until next time, adventure hookers!